Trading Nut, episode 32. You're trying to break the laws of nature. You can't base break the fundamental laws of nature. Your heart and soul knows that. And the moment you try it, you're going to destruct. You're going to sabotage. End of story. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax, learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Nut Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got the sequel to last week's episode, which was a rerun from nine months ago where we had Goran Kulfers on the show. Now, Goran is back on the show nine months on from the last recording, okay? So try and get that in your head, guys. We're fast-forwarding nine months in a week. So those of you who haven't been around in the 52 Traders podcast when I interviewed this guy, you get to see the whole thing in, in less than seven days. So here we go. We're going to get straight into this podcast. So we've got Goran coming up first. Then we've got Judy, who is the creator of the system that Goran trades called Pogo. And there's another system as well that he introduces us to at the start of this as well. Uh, so we've got them, got Goran first, getting an update from him. Then we've got Judy on the show to talk more about Pogo and, uh, and how Pogo and this accompanying system work. Then, on top of that, you've got a little clip on YouTube that we recorded with Judy after the show, so you can actually jump on there and see Judy work through, walk through the charts and work through some trade examples using this system. And on top of that, we're actually going to do a webinar in the next couple of weeks. So if you're listening to this in the future, then, I don't know, check out the link that I'm going to give you now. It might be there. There might be a way to get access to a replay or something, but we're going to be doing a webinar in a couple of weeks, and the link to go to is tradingnut.com forward slash pogo, P-O-G-O, and that will get you into the registration page, no doubt, and we'll see you in there in a couple of weeks' time. All right. I think we're just going to get into this thing, all right? So let's hear it. It's a big episode. We've got a couple of shows within one show. And uh, yeah, you guys are going to get a fantastic video at the end of it and a webinar. So let's do it. All right, guys, we've got Goran Kolfers on the show here. Now, you may not have heard of this guy before. If you have, you would have been part of the 52 Traders uh, podcast that I ran. And he was the last interview on 52 Traders, so the very last one before he switched over to Trading Nut. And who is he? What did he What did he do? Well, basically, he's one of my listeners who reached out to me and said he'd found a system that is really working for him, takes hardly any time, and he can basically, he feels much more confident about what he's doing with his trading. Uh, has much more free time around what he was doing with his trading, and basically, he started to make money and, and started to become profitable all of a sudden. So, what I'm going to do is give you guys a way to access that interview. It is the last interview on the 52 Traders. It is behind a paywall, but I will give you guys a way to access that, and I'll let you know either before the show starts or, or after the show. Um, and we're also going to get uh, Judy on this show as well. So after I interview Goran, we're going to get Judy on, and Judy is the creator of this Pogo trading system. So 
Goran, welcome to the show again. Thank you very much. It's great to be back. Yeah, look, it's it's great to have you here again. Now, um, if I just do a quick re- recap for the guys who who don't decide not to go back and listen to the fifty two traders episode, um, the quick recap is that you know Goran it, it found this system. What are we? Uh, the last yeah. So so you do, you're doing really well, and then I think that summer hit, and you had a little bit of a setback. But it wasn't too bad. You'd you'd. Um, I mean, do you want to talk us through how that sort of played out and? And then what happened after that? Really, what happened after that? So it was going really well, and then I mean, it wasn't a major setback. It looked like it was just a few few losses, and then summer finished. And and um, I want to hear the rest of the story because we're now literally almost a whole sort of season. I mean, summer's just about to come around the corner for you guys again. Um, so we're almost this whole sort of you know we've done a we've done a uh, autumn and a, and a winter. In between this and probably the end of summer, so there's a number of months here. So I want, I'm, I'm interested. I don't even know. I don't even know, listeners. We haven't, we haven't spoken about how Goran's been, been getting on. So please do tell me. Do tell us. Well, you and I talked last time. I had used this uh, semi-automated strategy that's called Pogo for a couple of months, and I, I, I really felt that I couldn't lose at that time. So, so uh, uh, my confidence, confidence was was very, very good. Uh, so after the interview, I also started to help some friends with their trading. Uh, and then uh, the summer came, which was a very, very flat summer, very, very few setups. And I got uh, my first losing month, and I got two in a row. So, so I was, uh, the, the psychological part of, of trading kicked in, and I started to... to, to uh, get a lot of feelings like uh, uh, I will never succeed again. Uh, This was just luck. Uh, Trading is not for me. I'm not worthy, et cetera, et cetera. And that really uh, made things very, very difficult. Uh, And and, uh, I've been working very hard with my psychological part of trading and, and uh, at the end of the, of the year, I, I, I ended up with uh, a little bit more than 20%. So, so that is, uh, I'm, I'm very happy about that. Uh, but uh, with this strategy, you can do so much more. So, so I couldn't say that I'm drinking champagne every day. But uh, 20% is, is quite good anyway. So, so you, you, had a, you ended up having a couple of losing months. And and then what happened after that? I mean, so you made twenty percent for the year. Did did you come back with three winning months, or, or how did that all look? No, it was it was quite bumpy. It was uh, one winning month and one losing month, and it was a little back and back and back and forth, so to say. And then one thing that was very very frustrating was that um, I know I know this strategy very very well. So so it, it was not that I broke my roles uh, and, and took uh, wrong trade or, or t- took uh, trades that didn't meet the rules. But I, I managed to take a lot of trades that didn't win. And as you know, uh, w- losing trades, that's a part of the game. But I, I, I succeeded to, to or succeeded, maybe that's the wrong word. I, I managed to, to, to pick the losing ones which met the rules and missed the winning ones. So, so it was... Um, uh, something happened in my uh, 
uh, in my mind. And I, I, I think I saw losing trades, trades instead of, of, of winning trades. So, so, so I've always heard that uh, trading is 20% technical and, and, and 80% psychology. Uh, and I never really believed it. But I do now. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so. Um, well, there is a uh, there is a nice way away from this. Uh, but uh, that was happen- That was what happened um, after the interview, anyway. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, and I and I fully agree. You know, once you get to that point where you do realize it is psychological, and you do start analyzing what you're doing, you know you you know you're almost there because you can see the ones that you missed, the ones that are winners. Uh, I mean, I, I had I had one where, like, I missed it by, like, literally not even a pip. The, the entry just didn't trigger. It's not that I got a loss. I just didn't get the trade. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, that is as bad. Yeah, that is almost as bad psychologically. I mean, it's it just ticks all the boxes of fear of missing out. And it, it eats you up because then it's like... Well, I don't want to miss that. How come I missed that? What if, you know, and, and it was early on in the week, so it was like, well, what if I don't get another trade this week? Um, or, you know, what if there's not another setup like that? Or I was so close and it was such a good setup and all these things go through your mind and you, like, start pulling your hair out. Um, bit hard for me. I haven't got any. But, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it is. it just does start to really eat you up. Um, unless you're a bit, you've got, unless you've been there before. And you you see it, you know what to do next. So I mean, how did you get how did you get over the psychological hurdles of of like missing out on these of of these winning trades and, and for whatever reason picking the ones that didn't win? But, uh, the thing that happened during the summer is that uh, the tribe of traders uh, started uh, something they call the uh, the club, and the club is is uh, a program uh, where. Uh, uh, we do daily check-ins every day, for example. So every day you put out uh, your watch list and you talk about the watch list and you get some guidance about it. And, you, and one of the most important things by doing this is that uh, this very, very lonely job doesn't get lonely, lonely anymore because you have friends doing exactly the same thing every morning and, and, and we talk about it. So, so, so. That, that is one thing that, that happened. Uh, and, and in this club, we also have uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, training uh, from Judy, and, and, and that is both technical and, uh, and uh, the psychological part of trading. A lot of, of uh, uh, digging into the deepest parts of your, <laughs> yourself. Yeah, yeah, I, I could imagine that'll be uh, that'll be quite cool, and we'll, we'll talk to Judy about that in in a second. Um, so, so I, I did hear that they also introduced. So, okay, I, I should step back a bit. So, for the guys that don't know how this Pogo system works, we actually went through it in the first interview with with Goran, and it's it's actually semi automated. So, you do some things on uh, like almost once a day. It takes a few minutes. And then you just sit and forget, and you might need to go in and do a few little tasks now and again. But it's generally sort of very low maintenance because of the semi-automation. So um, we're going to hear more about that in a second. But I did hear that you guys have got like a new part of this Pogo strategy. Do you want to talk us through that? 
Yes, sure. Uh, the, the, the new strategy is called Bugsy, and, and Bugsy is. Uh, um, I, I will just short tell you how how um, Pogo works because it's it's it, they are related. Uh, on, on Pogo, you you analyze on four hour the four hour chart, and uh, you look for a trend. Both these strategies are trend based. Uh, uh, and and you look for trend. You look for two cycles. You look for for um, uh, the twenty and uh, fifty EMA to be in the right order. So in an uptrend, the twenty should be above the the fifty. And then you wait for a an interaction an interaction with the twenty EMA. And and when you have that, you have done your job. The setup is ready to so that you can place. Pogo on it, and then you can set and forget. Uh, sometimes the trends are very, very strong, so you never get the uh, touch of 20. But but the, the, the instrument is really, really trending, so, so you can sit and look at it, but you, you don't get any, any, any setup because you don't get the touch. Uh, so the, so Bugsy, the, 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 the big difference is that that is based on... Um, uh, an interaction with uh, the eight EMA, and and you all you almost always get that kind of interaction, even in a strong trend. So by combining Pogo and and Bugsy, you you can get much more uh, trades, and also very very good trades because uh, the, the trades where you don't interact with twenty. They, usually they are very, very strong. And, and uh, uh, before it was uh, a bit frustrating to see the trend, but not, couldn't, do, but don't get, an, got, you didn't get any setups. So, ah, right. Is that how it works? Okay. So, and, and how how often would you be using Bugsy versus Pogo? That that is very, very difficult to say because. Uh, uh, for example, in January and February, the, the, it has, the market has been very, very slow, and it has not been that many setups. I think uh, January was uh, a record <laughs> in being boring markets <laughs> and, or flat markets and, and, and few setups. But, but uh, I mean, if, uh, if the markets are trending, then, then, the, then uh, Bugsy is absolutely perfect. And... and uh, I, I would say that I use Bugsy a little bit more than 50% uh, compared to Pogo. Uh, for, for, for example, if, if, if this is the case, you, you are analyzing the um, four-hour chart and you get an interaction with the, the 8 EMA and if the price continues down to uh, 20, the 20 EMA, then it becomes a Pogo instead of a Bugsy. Do you understand? What's that yeah, yes, that makes know. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, yep, okay, yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ah, okay, right, right, right. Bugsy, you, you uh, execute on uh, on the 15 minutes and, and the Pogo on the 30 minutes, but that, that is not a big difference to, to place the, the uh, EA and uh, then you set and forget. Set and forget. Cool. And we'll, we'll find out some more detail about that when we get Judy on the show. Um, now, what do, you, what do you see ahead for yourself in 2019? So we're currently at the end of March. So heading back into summer again, what, are you going to change anything or what's going on? 
But one thing that has been very great for me is that I've been asked to, to do some coaching uh, uh, for, for the trial traders. So, so, and, and that I, I've started to do that uh, six months ago or something like that. And that, that has helped me even more to get uh, confident with the strategy because I help other people <laughs> with their watch lists. So I'm doing the daily check-ins every third week. That, that has been very, very good. And there are more coaching coming from from the tribal trainers, which I, I really love uh, coaching, so, so that is great. Uh, another thing that, that, uh, that, that uh, the tribal trainers started early this year was something they called the name trading, which was a daily... Uh, you got a daily mission, uh, and, and that mission could be uh, related to tracking, uh, to, to extend your time horizon, to uh, understand compounding, uh, to managing targets, managing your time, uh, your reflections about money. It was a very, very big, uh, and, and, and the objection with, with this Nina trading was to get to get you to a state where you were really you're were really ready for trading everything was uh, ironed out you know exactly what to do you know when to trade you know your targets and and by extending your time horizon it's easier to 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 uh, uh, to lose lose it one trade because you know that you will take very many trades in five years. So one trades don't get that important anymore. Um, and and yeah, I can just tell you one quite funny mission that we got uh, and from, from, from Judy. That was uh, we should try to do our watch list as soon as, as, as fast as we could. Which for me, I, I think I reacted quite negative about that task because I, I thought that was quite stupid because you don't want to introduce stress and, and so, so I was quite negative when I started usually my watch list takes me 20-25 minutes or something like that but if you really try to, to do it as quick as you can it took about between 5 and 7 minutes and the thing that I realized when I was doing it a little bit quicker was that uh, I skipped a lot of, of, of instrument that was not trade, trending. So uh, you were more like wait, wait, waiting for the chart or the, the instrument to tell you, trade me, because you, if you didn't see it directly that it was a nice trend, then you just skipped it and went to the other instrument. So, so it, 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 for me, that mission was the absolute best mission on the Ninja challenge. Because I do my watch list very, very quick now, and uh, I only take uh, trades on trending instruments. So, so that that was quite fun. Yeah, I know. Look, I, I I'll have to sort of agree with you there. I mean, I've I've heard that recently as well, and I've been doing that as well. And you do. I think it's probably partly to do with that that book called Blink, where like you. I don't know if you've ever read it or heard about it, but it's basically if you do things, whatever you come up with first, straight away, like in the blink of an eye, is what you should, which is, is, sorry, it's your subconscious pretty much giving you the answer straight away. It's when you start 
Yeah, that's exactly how, how it is. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've not heard about that book, but uh, I will look for it because um, uh, it sounds very interesting. Yeah, so that is, that's exactly how it works, and it's like so straight. You know, otherwise you will try and talk yourself into um, consciously finding a trade somehow, some way, some shape or form. So yeah, I mean, I've I've heard that recently from from some traders is like you know basically get your stopwatch out and do it as fast as you can. Um, mark up your chart and get you got to get good at it. Obviously, you got to know what you're doing. You can't just skip steps, but you'll stop analyzing it to death and start seeing things you you shouldn't be seeing. So yeah, that's a great mission. Um, I'm happy to hear about these missions. I'm sure we'll hear about some more of those in a second. Hey, look, Goran, well, look, I'm, I'm so pleased that you've continued to have success with Pogo and that we've been able to get you back on the show and do a bit of a before and after. Um, we're going to hear from Judy now, uh, which will be, I think, a few days after I actually record this, but we'll tie it all together so you listeners out there can get the full package in one and we'll see if we can get you access to the uh the first interview i did with goran where we go into things uh into a little bit more detail what else do i i can't even remember what else we talked about in there but we got your backstory and we got a few other different things and and you know how you you started off and um the journey you took actually we did talk about something before the show where you wanted to mention 52 traders i don't know if you still want to mention that um goran But didn't I say that in the beginning? No, because we had, we weren't recording at that point. <laughs> okay, uh, be, be, because because the thing that happened uh, after the interview interview with fifty two traders uh, uh, was that that the my my uh, the pressure on myself, not from you or anyone else, just on myself, got very very big. And that I think that also messed up some of my my my, my psychological uh, thinking. Ah, right. I thought you meant listening to the shows had somehow messed with what you were doing. Um, but yeah. it was after coming on the show it messed up. Yeah. With ah, yeah. right, right, right. Because the pressure was quite big. Because you know, I'm your your guests are not people like me usually. Yeah. Well, look. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, look, Jesus, enough pressure on me doing the show and, and trying to trade. And I mean, I've actually stopped posting my trades online because I, I can't deal with it anymore. I can't deal with the pressure. So uh, I've, I've like, like, I literally stopped and I'm like, I, I thought about maybe just posting losing trades and as a thing. And um, yeah, guys, if you're interested in that, let me know and I'll, I'll maybe I'll do it. But I'm definitely yeah. Just it it is a it's a psychological thing in there as well, eh? Just I suppose having people going, oh, well, what's what's it going to come back on the show and, and show us and do? So I think we left it long enough so that you thankfully um, could forget about the fact you're on here and um, and just get on with it. Absolutely, it was it was a lesson. <laughs> Cool. Well, look, thank you very much again, Goran. I, I wish you all the best in the future. And um, if I ever get out to Sweden, then I'll be sure to look you up. Or maybe I come to you. you yeah. Never know. yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? All right, mate. Okay, thank you, all the best. Thank you very much. Okay.
Bye-bye. So that was Goran's update, guys. Now we're into Judy's. Now, I did have a really bad sore throat. Not sore throat, sorry. I'd lost my voice, actually, a few days prior to this. So you're going to notice that my voice changes quite uh, significantly at points during this interview compared to the first one. So anyway, let's get on with it. Here we go. All right, guys. So we've got Judy on the show here from Tribe of Traders, the creator of Goran's uh, system that he uses. So Judy, how's it going over there? I think you're, you guys are in the UK, aren't you? Yeah, we are, Cam. We're in London, glorious London, right next to Tower Bridge. It's pretty awesome. Oh, I saw something on the news today. It looked like looks like you guys have got summer on the way. Yeah, oh, it's really it's a beautiful spring day this morning. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. At this time of year, I'm always uh, sad for you guys down south and um, really tough for us. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> literally, t- summer turned off for us the, the other week. It was... 30 degrees one weekend, and then the next weekend it was 11, and it hasn't looked oh. back. So we're sort of literally straight into the, the winter season. Um, clocks all went back, which is which is which uh, obviously makes that shift happen around um, yeah. around your trading days and that sort of thing. So so um, we, we've heard from Goran already. We've heard that he's he's doing well with, with uh, Pogo and Bugsy. And uh, and we're going to get you on here just to sort of a get your backstory because you're the creator of these two systems, and then um, and then we'll do a little bit more after that, sort of working out, I suppose, how how you trade with it and how you found it to to be um, much much better than anything else you tried in in your trading journey. So maybe to to start off with, how did you get into the, into this gig? Right. Okay. Well, sure. I. My first foray into trading was actually I worked uh, for an oil and gas company over 20 years ago. So I was trading uh, Brent oil and gas futures. Um, uh, That was my first ever foray into trading. I was fired from that job and subsequently fired from every other job I ever had, which then um, I had to become an entrepreneur. So I spent the following 20 years or so setting up businesses and uh, in various countries, actually, and an incredibly diverse range of businesses from Dilatetti to hygiene companies to wine companies. And my heart always yearns to go back to trading because I'm fascinated by the whole trading, by finance, by how money makes the world go round, and really, really fascinated by it. So a number of few years ago, I decided, right, that's it. I'm going back into it. It's like my heart wasn't going to be at peace until I did. And uh, when I did get back into it, I realized, oh, my gosh, it's so different. It's all online now. And it was so different. So I decided to fast track and actually go to an educator and learn how to trade um, in this modern way, And uh, which I did. And I caught on very quickly. I mean, the whole, you know, it's, it's price action. So it was pretty standard. I immersed myself into this training uh, for about a year or so. And, uh, um, and uh, you know, started to take on everything that I was learning and I was learning all the different strategies and all the different indicators and all the different time frames. And uh, I was going, I was going back crazy. Um, and was, was that it. Forex or stocks or what were you doing? This that for, the for, Forex, Forex and indices and commodities, but primarily um, Forex. And, um, and uh, I, it was going, I was going, it was actually consuming me. It was absolutely consuming all my time and all my energy and all, and I was becoming highly stressed. And, and the sort of like the, the almost, almost, almost climax of it was one day a really good friend of mine called me and she'd been invited to do a talk out in India. She's a talker. She, she works with women dealing with menopause. And, um, 
uh, she asked me, could I um, spend a day with her and help her um, pick out an outfit because she was mindful of, of you know, her attire in India. She'd never been to India. She'd never been on a talk in India. So she wanted it to, you know, some, some support. So I said, sure, we set a date and, um, and I was going out to Cambridge. Now, Cambridge is a little bit away from London. I had to get onto a train and uh, about an hour, an hour trip to Cambridge. And um, on the day that came that I was meant to go and meet her, I was doing my trading in the morning and I was sitting watching a trade, watching a trade. And I booked a train for 9.30 or thereabouts. And I'm watching this train and nine o'clock has come and I'm still watching this train trade that is like the, oh, going all over the place and I'm willing it to go and to take profit. And I'm consumed by it. Nine o'clock comes. I'm meant to have already left the house a half an hour before that because I'm going to miss the train. And I thought, I'll get the next one. I'll get the next one. And eventually, I made up some bull story to it to say, oh, the trains were cancelled. And I eventually only got there at midday or afterwards, right? I completely lied to my friend because I sat there watching this frigging trade, right? I was going black crazy. And then I spent the whole frigging day going from shop to shop watching them, my, my app, MT4 app on my phone, watching this frigging trade. It was a 50 quid trade cam. Let's put it into perspective. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I was just going, it was just consuming me and I was watching it and she was like trying on stuff. And she said, hey, just what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, good, good, good. And I'm like more interested in my trade than I was in my really dear friend um, who was, who'd had this major breakthrough in our business is going invited to, to a paid gig in, in India. Anyway, eventually she gets her out, but I come back by train to London, I meet my, my dearly beloved, my soulmate, my partner, Tiny, <laughs> who's um, co-founded this business with me, um, for for an early dinner. I walk into the restaurant. I still got the phone in my hand, watching this freaking trade, right? And I'm walking in. I walk up to the bar. Tiny sees me, and he's, he looks at me, thinking, "Is everything okay?" I say, "And I'm saying, yeah, it's fine. Why?" And then we're trying to have a conversation, and the whole time. Um, I'm obsessed by this trade. And next thing I burst into tears that I just lost. I burst into tears. And I'm, I'm calling myself every name under the sun. I'm going berserk. I'm calling myself, I'm going to have failure. I'm a loser. I'll never get it. And all this. Cam, let's put this into perspective. I've changed laws in countries. I've lobbied with government to change the law in South Africa uh, to increase the protection of women and children. I've changed laws to allow um, tribal communities plant vineyards on um, in KwaZulu-Natal would have never been done before. I have had an international multi-million pound property business, you know, in properties all over the world, including New Zealand. I mean, let's put that into perspective here. You're talking about 50 quid. And that's how much I had got consumed into um, into the, the ball around trading, the emotions of what trading can do to you. And my... <clears throat> Tiny was looking at me as I'm bursting into tears. This super confident and competent uh, business person is looking at me thinking, who have I married? Who is this woman? Anyway, so it was rather alarming to see that look on his face. Anyway, that, that was fine. Then he's like, he was like comforting me and trying to tell me, you know, logically, it's only one trade. You know, you're not the sum of the one trade. You're the sum of all the trades you take over your, over your lifetime of trading. Anyway, none of it penetrated into my head. And a few days later, I was doing the very same thing. Only this time I was standing up screaming at my computer, wanting to literally throw it through the window. 
And then um, I'm sing- I'm thumping my desk, I'm screaming, and I almost had, it was so bad, I almost had like an out-of-body experience where I was able to separate myself and look at myself. And I saw myself, and I was horrified at what I had become as a result of trading. It was horrific. And I saw it all around me. I, I saw it, everyone around me, because obviously I got to meet a hell of a lot of people. And we were, everyone was in the same boat, watching their trades, obsessing with trades. Everyone around me had given up gym. Their social life had gone to, gone to you know, shot. Um, it, it, it just became so consuming. And that's when I realized, okay, this is now, this is, this is absolute rubbish. This is no way. There is, it's like um, Warren Buffett says: you can't until you control your emotions, you'll never control money. You, you can't, you can't make, you can't make money trading. You can't control your emotions. So I completely, um, it, it was a wake up call, and I said, right, okay, this, this something has to change, and I that I sort of like, okay, what's going on? And that started me on a journey to try and understand what on earth was, was going on, not only for me, but for other traders around me as well. Um, and for everybody that I knew that, you know, what was it? Trading is simple. It's logical. It's price action. You buy and you sell at the best possible moment. And so what is it? And it's the instantaneous feedback that, that the trading gives you and that um, it's, and it um, engages your amygdala, engages your fight or flight, and that is no way in which to trade. So that started to me on my journey. Okay, so what did I do in order to manage my businesses? Well, how did I, how did I manage and grow and sell businesses over the years? So I started that inquiry and journey into looking, well, how, why am I not doing it with trading? And that essentially led me to a point of three significant um, aspects that were missing in my trading and in in um, teaching of trading as well. And that is the one is you have to trade as a business. And that is lacking 99.99% of fact, or, or I would say almost 100% of traders that I have met don't make that connection. You need to treat trading as a business. It's not a, a hobby. It's not something you do and and hope to get. Or it's not something hope to get winning trades. It, it's not something that you try this and try that. And if you don't have a, you never start a business without a business plan. You would certainly never go to um, a bank and get funding for a business for your business without a plan. And yet we trade without a plan. Um, and we don't we don't review and we don't tweak what we do. We don't know what our goals are. So all those things around trading we're not clear about. That was the first thing. The second thing is, and this is what freaked me when I woke up, was that the, I found out about the 90, 90, 90, 90% of people lose 90% of their money in 90 days. That absolutely freaked me. I thought, who in their right mind is going to get into an industry like that? And it, could, and it didn't make any sense to me. Why is that a statistic? Why is that a thing? It shouldn't be a thing. So I started understanding what is it and how can you deal with that? And that's where I said the second thing is you're a money manager first, you're a trader second. So how do you manage that? 
how do you manage being a money manager? Well, money is, is energy and, and how you manage your money is largely around your mindset. So that's where I came up with the 80-20 rule of trading. Now, I, I know like Van Tarp, he actually says that trading is 100% mindset. What I've done is I've said, well, 80% is mindset, 20% is the actual is actual trading. So 80% is kinesthetic or, sorry, 80% is sort of like, um, um, it's all mindset, whereas it's 20% is like very much action-based. It's like the strategy, the execution of your trade, your trade management. But 80% is your beliefs. What are your beliefs? Because we're all trading our beliefs. And the more, the more clouded our beliefs or the more full of unsupported beliefs that we have around trading, the more we're going to have filters on what we see in um what we see on the charts and what we are seeking in the charts. Now, I'll come back to that point a bit later. And the, and the other thing is, you don't just keep trading and then trading and then hope to get and then hope to win it, even though you're in a drawdown, hope to, to get that it will turn around. I mean, Einstein says, that keep on doing the same thing over and over is the first sign of madness. You can't ex- keep doing the same thing and expect a different outcome. So if you're in a drawdown, you need to start an inquiry. Is it you or is it the market? If it's the market, then stop. If it's, the, if it's you, then stop. Do something about it. What is your target for the drawdown? Um, I, mean, I mean, don't just keep drawing. That's going to blow your account. So what, what I started doing is, okay, if I lose a trade, noted. Second trade, noted. Third trade, okay, what's going on here? Is it me or is it the market? If it's, you know, is it me or is it the strategy I'm using, whatever it is? And, um, and that started inquiring. That started making, making me put into place a plan to manage my drawdown. Lose three trades. Okay, now do I start reducing my risk whilst continuing trading to identify also is it the strategy, is it the market, or is it me? Um, that's, the, that's the other thing. And then the other thing is um, you need to have targets both ways, not just for your drawdown, but also for your for you reaching your targets. So if your target's 10% and in the first week you're at 9%, what do you do? Do you reduce your risk to get to, to so you protect your 9%? Or do you keep trading until you get 10%? you see what I'm saying? It's like um, yeah. there's as much ma- uh, risk management required in your drawdown as there is in going to achieve your target. Because um, the last thing we want to be doing is giving back to the market anything that we've gained from the market. Um, so, And respecting your capital. Um, that's something that is that is something that I've discovered. I, I know this is from my personal experience. When I put money into the broken hand and going through that mad time, as I call it, um, I wrote off that money. It was a it was a write off. You did I didn't own it, so I didn't respect it. So um, one of the, so that was that had to change. And one of the things I suggest people do when you, you're feeling like that is you add to it every single month. Come what may, you add to your capital in your broker account every single month because that one not only does it have the benefit of, of speeding up your compounding, it also has the benefit of that's hard-earned cash that you're continuously putting in. You're going to make sure that you're going to stick to your rules. Yeah, um, that's a great old tip, that one. Love it. Yeah, it, it has changed. A lot of the guys that I work with has changed their view on trading 100%. And that alone has forced them to put in management in terms of what how they manage their sliding scale towards their target and also how they manage the sliding scale of term, in terms of risk um in for when they're in drawdown and the other thing and the final thing and this is a massive one this is a massive one um and that is master one strategy at a time okay because the thing is you know when we're when you go and you learn trading you've got so many different um um so many different uh 
strategies, so many different timeframes, so many different indicators that you're hopping from one to the other to the other. And one of the most significant things, like any business, like anything, a baker, a plumber, a doctor, no matter you choose it, one thing they have in common is they have to be 100% consistent in what they're doing. A baker can't decide to put a pound of flour in one day and one and a half pounds the next day without altering everything else. I mean, that's, it's just, you ain't, ain't going to get anywhere as a baker. It's the same with trading. You need to be consistent. Um, so you need to master one strategy at a time. The other thing is the less you use, the simpler the better. At the end of the day, there are plenty of successful strategies. It's the trader's use of the strategies that's the, that's the issue here. So you need to have a... You need to identify a strategy that's super simple, that uses as few indicators as possible. In fact, you know, with Pogo and Bugsy, we only use um, um, exponential moving averages. Um, and and um, the strategy that you use must complement your lifestyle. It must complement your strengths and your weaknesses as well. It must work with your strengths and your weaknesses. And it must meet your objectives as well. And then that's what I started coming into, okay, master one strategy. What strategy? Because I started to analyze objectively what the trend, what the charts, what the market has been doing over the years. And it's been getting more and more difficult to trade sort of the sort of like the daily time frame and stuff like that. So so what I did is okay. I, I, what, what worked for me, and, it's, and, and this is what Pogo and Bugsy are based on, is we, we trade on the four hour. We trade trend on the four hour. And, um, and then the problem was, um, was I went down this query, okay, so I've got the trade as a business, got that, understand that. I understand the money manager, understand that. Now what was the strategy I needed to do? And I thought, right, okay. So because I the long trends from the early 2000s are not there anymore. We have to trade the lower time frames and get in on the early time frames. Now, the problem with that is that it takes time. It takes, you've got to be sitting there at your computer. You've got to catch that entry point. And um, so, so many of us, you know, when we were coming up with various strategies, there was a group of us, um, we were missing it. You go to the toilet, you go and pick up your kids, you go and have a coffee, whatever it is, you're missing the entry. So that then took me down the road of, Robots, that's the answer. So I decided, right, that's it. And that's when I got Tiny, dragged Tiny into the, into my uh, into my world, because um, uh, he is like he's a born natural when it comes to coding. Um, and I got and I said suggested to him that well maybe you would um, do some coding for me, <laughs> and uh, um, um, that was interesting. I had to trick him. I had to actually trick him into doing that because I, I was having drinks with some of my mates and we were all saying, yeah, do you know what? Robots are the way to go. Absolutely. And they were talking about getting people to program some robots and stuff like that. And I had mentioned it to Tony before, but he was like, sort of like, uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, he wasn't interested at all. So I knew one way that I would definitely get Tiny interested. And uh, so I said to him, why don't you, I was at, um, at a bar with some mates, and we were talking about getting programmers to program some EAs for us. And uh, I said, I got the idea, and I phoned Tiny. I said, Tiny, why don't you join us for a few drinks? I'm with some traders here. He said, oh, yeah, sure, fine, okay. So he came along, and then as he came along, I brought up the conversation again about getting programmers to, to program. And I said, Tiny, maybe you could help us in terms of how we would actually frame the uh, what we want done, because one of the issues is... Um, um, 
it is between a trader and a programmer. The programmer is not a trader. So it, you've got to be able to relay exactly what it is you want. And often there's that, that in, in, in business that happens as well, and not just in trading, but um, the, 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 the gap between um, business and, and, and the user, or sorry, the, the technology, the IT, the development and the user is quite big. And one of the things that Tiny's really good at is bridging that gap. So, um, so I said, would you help us? And I knew Tiny would get, sort of get itchy with this and think, there's no bloody ways you're going to get a programmer. I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and so he did. So I got him on board and, um, and he started coding and we started coming up with, um, with fully automated EAs um, and uh, fully automated EAs that uh, when we ran through the MT4 strategy, te- strategy tester, oh my gosh, can I tell you, we were going to be gazillionaires by the end of the year, you know, <laughs> using these EAs. It was incredible. Um, and what happened? And then, because you ended up with a semi, semi-automated one, didn't you? Yes, yeah. What actually happened was I put this fully automated EA onto my, my, uh, uh, onto my account and I watched it, and it wiped out 50% of my uh, capital in like, what, 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Um, oh, it, wasn't, it didn't do what the MT4 strategy tester said it was going to do. So, oh, uh, and that, yeah, so that led me on a whole new journey. Um, we went over to the States. I met some quant traders, some of the absolutely you know, super traders um, over in the States, worked with them, and trying to understand what it is about, what, how is it, that um, robots work how do you test them back test them because the problem is mt4 strategy tester it it assumes a future it assumes that the past performance is going to be exactly in the future so um it it's not a practical it's a false it's a false um construct the mt4 strategy tester um back testing for eas is actually an, an exact science um based on uh, statistical and uh, probability formulas um, so that's what we got into, and that's platforms that we built. But then I thought um, the EA, the fully order, and, and we built some really good uh, sustainable EAs going forward. But the problem was um, with any EA, fully automated EA, you're going to have periods of drawdown. You're absolutely going to have periods of drawdown. And that was in, incongruent with my new philosophy on being a money manager. So I thought, okay, so how can I now, with the EA that I've got that trades the lower timeframes, it has profitability, how now can I fit that into my three principles of trade as a business, business, your money manager, your master one strategy? And that's when I had the brainwave of semi-automating it. So we as the trader, we I basically watch the four hour for a setup. We have an indicator that allowed that the with Three basic this, which is what Pogo is, is three basic rules, and we have it when the two rules are met. Um, the indicator that we have on the four-hour chart will tell us that the third rule is met, and that is our cue to place Pogo or Bugsy onto the chart. And they are actually think about it like this: Pogo or Bugsy, they are like having your own mini traders that work for you twenty-four hours a day. Non-stop. They do not need toilet breaks. They do not need to be paid. They do not need to have lunch. They do not need to pick up kids. Nothing like that. They work for you. They're like your little slaves that work um, running around the charts, just waiting for the setup. And they execute and trade manage for you on your behalf. So that's the backstory in a nutshell, Cam. (laughs) 
Yeah, look, and I, I, I really like the three points you you pulled out there because I've heard them so many times in various formats. But you know what? The hardest thing for us uh, listeners or, or aspiring traders out there is is to really understand what they mean and and make them make them a reality. Because I, I and I and I say that because um, things have just started to turn around for me, and and these are the three of the key things that you mentioned today are part of what has made that change and it's really like you know to the point of doing something during the during the week and then having a look and see what worked what didn't work at the end of the week and then you know just slightly tweaking and learning along the way and basically creating yeah keeping a journal of what's going on as opposed to just you know banging it in there sitting there for like hours on end watching this price move up and down um and stressing out and having all these emotions just stepping away and treating it more like a more like a business and a business that you tweak little parts of versus going in and and, you know ripping the whole thing out as soon as something doesn't work and creating a new business um essentially so yeah look i I think they guys rewind this and listen to that bit again because it is it is critical um all right so we've had goran on the show and um, he's obviously done really well with with Pogo initially, and that's what you know piqued his interest. And he reached out to me and said, "Hey, look, I found something that that really works, and I want I want to share it with you and share it with your audience and, and talk you through it." Which you know at that point I hardly ever got any listeners on the show, so it was great to get him on, and he was able to share his account, and and then we jumped back in just a couple of weeks ago and, and heard his his update story, which which is just as good. And um, and I know he's not the only client. So I mean, do you want to talk us through how some of the other guys have been getting on with with Pogo and, and now Bugsy? Yeah. Um, so we we started in February last year, and we've grown. We have got uh, traders all over the world, uh, states, um, Australia, South Africa, Singapore, everywhere. Um, obviously, Joran is in uh, Sweden and obviously UK. And so far, we've actually done no marketing whatsoever. It's all been one hundred percent word of mouth. Um, so, I mean, we had one guy, Kevin, who's now actually a coach, one of our coaches. And actually, Joran has recently started as a coach with us as well. Um, he's Kevin started with us in uh, 22nd February last year. He reminded me recently. And uh, he had been training for four years and had been getting nowhere. All right. He had enough um, he had enough one of a money management sort of mindset to not blow his account. So he's not one of the guys that had blown his account. But he was going nowhere. He was like one step forward, two back, one, two forward, one back, over and over and over. And it was taking too much of his time, too much of his energy. And uh, he was literally on the verge of giving up when somebody actually said to him, try these guys. And he did. And I remember him saying on the webinar, he, he messaged me and he said, look, he's bought. We'll see. The jury's out. Well, here a year later, he has not only doubled his account, um, he's a, co- a coach of ours. He only spends max 30 minutes a day trading. Max. That's in total throughout the whole day. His life has transformed. His relationship with his partner has transformed. His, um, he has a very clear goal because that's one of the very important components of people who come to work with us is we get to get very clear on what is your number, what is it that you want, and how you're going to do it. Now, here's another tip reverse engineer your target okay and this is something i tell you cam i did it in a like one of our live events last year it, it the silence in the in the room as everyone realized it you could hear a pin drop it was alarming there was how many people in that room 
There must have been over 100. And here it is. People say they have a number. They, people say they have like a, a they, they go into trading and they want to make 10 million pounds or whatever it is. And they're starting off with 1,000, right? It's completely illogical. You're trying to break the laws of nature. You can't base break the fundamental laws of nature. Your heart and soul knows that. And the moment you try it, you're going to destruct. You're going to sabotage. End of story. So let's get real. So I got people to do an exercise. What is your financial security number? What is that number? What is it if for the next 20 years you could never work again, what would you be able to, what could you, what number do you need to get by for the next 20 years? And you do that by understanding what your monthly expenses are. Now, most people don't even know that. Uh, They have a vague idea, but they're not clear on it because most people are afraid of it. Stop being afraid of it because until you can manage your emotions around money, you will not manage trading. So get clear about where you're at. What is your financial security number? And then times that by 20, like that's, it's just a thumb suck. It's not, it's not a scientifically worked out number. Times it by 12 to get an annual number, times it by 20, that's your number. Generally speaking, it's anything between 800,000 and 1.2 million. That's in my experience. So that's what they want. Okay, so when let's, let's put that five-year target in place. Let's do that for five years. Because you need to have a time frame for something like trading, and you need to know exactly what you what number it is. That number needs to also, you know, not break the basic rules of nature, and that also needs to be doable. Now, I've never yet come across a situation where the number that could come up with, whatever number that is, say it's a 1.2 million, that it's not achievable with a reasonable return in your trading, starting with the number they're starting with. So, if they're starting with say 5,000 pounds now today. I'm telling them, right, okay, so your number is 1.2 million. You want that in five years' time. How are you going to get that? So let's reverse engineer it. Reverse engineer it. So what, based on 5,000 pounds and based on, say, putting in a small amount of money each month into your into your account, like I suggest, respect your capital. It has a, has a two-pronged benefit. One, it keeps, you, it keeps you having a vested interest in that money. It's your investment. And two, um, you, it speeds up your compounding. So it must be a small amount of money that you're not going to miss because you need to be able to do it every single month, come what may. So um, they then, um, so we reverse engineer the 1.2 million. What percentage return do you need a month uh, with the amount of money? We have calculators for all this with, with the, the sum of money you're going to be adding in. And so that comes up with, generally speaking, the percentage return required is generally between... and 11%, anywhere between there, depending on what they're starting with and what their their target is. But let's say 1.2 million, starting with five, that's about what? It's about 10% return or thereabouts. And that's Um, a year or a month? That's per month. Per month, yep. yep. Right, so that's per month. So how many, many, okay, so let's say it's 10%. How many trades is that? How many trades do you need to take? Well, that depends on what your success rate is. So if you're, not, if you're not reviewing and tweaking your trading, you're not going to know that number. That's an important number to know. What is your success rate? And also, if you're not trading one strategy, or because uh, I call Fugsy and Pogo one strategy because they're so similar. It's just a minor tweak. There's a minor difference between them, very minor, but they complement each other perfectly. If, you don't, if you're not doing one strategy and you're not uh, reviewing, you don't know what your success rate is. Now, Bugsy and Pogo both give an average, an average of 83% success rate month on month. Okay. Um, so my success rate is anything between 74% and occasionally 100%. I have not lost a trade um, yet so, since, 
beginning of March or, or February. I've not lost a trade. I've had a hundred percent success rate and I've met my target. Um, but on average it's 74% um, is my success rate. So let, so you need to put in whatever your success rate, how many trades is that? And then when they start working out, they only need four or five trades in a month. It takes away the panic. It takes away the urgency of, um, of trading. And that, at that point, when, as people were doing this exercise and they reverse engineered it and realized they only need three, four, five trades, six trades a month. And when I say trades, it's um, Pogo by default takes two trades. So whenever we talk about a trade for Pogo, that's two. But So that's like three, four, five, or six instances of Pogo, which will actually be six trades, but because, purely because they put on each two trades, if that makes sense, Cam. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yep, yep. So that realization was an eye-opener for everyone. That, at that moment in time, it was like you could hear a pin drop as everyone realized that because it took the panic out. And the thing is, 99% of traders have a reduced time frame. They judge their trading from trade to trade. Stop that. Extend your time frame when it comes to trading. You're on a journey. What is that journey? With us in the tribe of traders, in our community, we've got an incredibly strong community. It is the everyone that talks, everyone um, that you talk to in, um, in the tribe of traders. One of the first things I'll tell you is the community is the thing that gets that they are um, they re- appreciate the most. It's just phenomenal. So everyone in our community, we're all on a five-year journey to get to our target. Okay, so be clear about that. That's your time frame. That's your time horizon. And, and when, you real, when you let go of the need to have to be trading now, 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 um, you, you can then start looking at how you take the high, highest probability trades. Be the house, not the gambler. Take, stack the probabilities in your favor. This is all part of what we teach and what we train inside the type of tribe of traders. So we're extending our time horizon. We've got um, – uh, here's what I often say, actually. Think about it in this way. Imagine you are in a spaceship. You've been in the spaceship for two years. You haven't seen your partner, your parents, your kids, your friends, your loved ones, nothing. You've been alone, orbiting Earth for two years, and now um, NASA says to you, right, okay, you've got um, six opportunities to get onto planet Earth in the next 20 days. Six opportunities being six trades, and uh, next 20 days being average number of trading days in a month, right? Six opportunities you've got to get to planet Earth. You're going to make sure that each one of those six opportunities to get to planet Earth, that's all you've got in 20 days, in the next 20 days, you're going to make sure every single one of them counts. It eliminates hope trading, eliminates revenge trading, it eliminates any form of gambling, let's Let's pop this on and see. Now, let uh, any of your listeners will relate to that. We've all done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's so true. You know, it, that you've got to remove all all of those sort of components. Any form of um, anything that is not apps. This is all part of trading as a business. You would never do that if it was your business. Why do you do it when trading? Because all it's going to do is going to slap you on the bum. Um, so extending the time horizon is a very important component. Um, because 99% of traders overtrade. Now, now, one thing I do want to touch on is, and because Goran, I can't remember if he mentioned it during the show or after we recorded, but he talked about your, um, there was a psychology course or something that you guys have as part of the membership. Uh, and he said it was like literally just life-changing. Um, do you want to talk us through through that? Yeah, um, 
it's it was there was two things that we've got the first thing was and and this really really um had a massive impact on our guys um as what i call the 30-day ninja trading challenge okay that was the first thing that's what we started with um before we got on to the master plan your training success which would that was the that was the transformational program i think that you're and we speaking about but we we prefaced it with the um um with the ninja trading challenge so what we did is every single day we i gave a challenge it was like a five minute video and you had to do a challenge every single day to do with trading and sometimes it'd be related to the 80 percent of the trading okay so what are your beliefs list them now boom 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 don't overthink it what is it is it supportive where did it come from what how can you reframe it it was like we overthink it and we mull in it and we sort of like it was like fast-paced um um challenge and then it was followed up so you had to do you had to do a task to do in that day followed by that video then followed up by a speed laser coaching in the evening and the idea behind that was twofold one to get you thinking get you um get you thinking about all the different aspects of trading that you do reframe it and write down to how do you do your watch list time your watch list you're spending 20 minutes more than 20 minutes doing your watch list you're doing it wrong you're overthinking it so that's a time their watch list. You know, when I do, I do my Monday morning analysis on webinar with everybody. Um, literally, it takes me less than 15 minutes to decide. I, I show it every single day. It takes me less than 15 minutes to go through 28, 30 instruments, and that's my training done. All I have to do is then put Pogo on during the day when I get an alert to say the setup is ready. Um, that's it. And then well, after that, uh, that the, one of the benefits was they got a lot out of it in terms of a lot of stuff they realized they were doing that they that was not supportive and stuff and were able to rejig their trade plan and stuff but the other thing is it set up a habit as well they had to be up in the morning to get that video to get the task done and they had to be there in the evening for 10 minutes for the actual coaching so it takes 21 days to form a habit this was 30 days and it really sort of like shocked the system it was a pattern interrupt and uh, and even now like months after we've that's finished people are still in that habit so which is fantastic then we went on to the master plan your trading success which is actually it is a transformational process because listen at the end of the day one of the things are trading trading mirrors your life whatever traits are coming out in your trading that's what's in your life so you need to be mindful of what's going on in your life because whatever you're doing whatever's going on in your life you're going to be putting that into your trading and the issue we do in everything we do anyway but the issue with trading is that one it's related to money which we you know so many people have got hang-ups on and two it's instantaneous feedback so you can't make up stories around it so if you're not getting the promotion in your job or you're not getting the increase that you would like in your job you can come up with stories or the bosses are is a is a shithead or the um you know or i'm not worth the extra money or whatever the story is you come up with you can layer it with more stories but with trading you can't because it's instant you haven't got time to make up stories that's why it's like a slap in the face over and over and over so until you actually thoroughly understand what drives you what your beliefs are what your values are um and and um what the traits are that drive you because i have this thing that Whatever is going on in your life outside of your life, whatever ever is going on in your life, where, where, you know, if you've got conflict, if you've got debt, if you've got um, anxiety, if you've got stress, you've got anything outside of there uh, in your life, that's what's going on inside. Because your outer world is, a, is an absolute reflection of what's going on inside. And if, that, if you've got conflict, stress, and, and um, 
anxiety or lack or, or, or debt on the outside, that is what you're going to be putting into your trading. So the idea is you need to address all of that. Um, it, you may be in debt, but do you, how do you perceive that debt? Okay, Obviously, some people get into trading to get out of debt, which is okay as long as you have the right mindset around it. Don't be bringing your lack or your, um, your um, scarcity into trading because that's what you're going to get back. Does that make sense, Cam? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's an extremely a... powerful program. Yeah, and look, I think that the the main thing that's come out of this chat with you, and I, I think we'll we'll have to end that sort of here or thereabouts, um, simply because we've got Goran before this, and it's going to go on for a while. And, and I've got some good news for you guys, so keep listening. Um, uh, yeah, I think the main thing is that, look, you know, it is back to what you said around that eighty twenty, and a lot of the show focuses on the twenty, and not so much on the eighty. Um, yeah. The eighty being the psychological mindset part of it, which I think you know, guys, if you want to have an episode to go back through and, and listen to again, then this is probably a good one just to get your mindset right. If you want to reset that a bit more, um, versus the other ones, which are more sort of you know, how do you actually get into a trade? What do you look for on a price chart? That sort of thing. So, so this has been a great um, piece of education for everyone listening out there today. Now, the good news is we are going to dive into a price chart. Um, on on video in video format and we'll check that up on the show notes as well so guys you're going to get to see uh judy go through some of the uh the stuff that she sees on on a price chart and it'll tie it all together um now before we do that uh what's what's going to be the best way for everyone to get hold of you after after the show um, well, our website is tribeoftraders.com and come and join our trading community um, as we got, we got uh, tribeoftraders.com forward slash join is our Facebook community, which is um, quite a fun community um, and um, or tribeoftraders.com uh, forward slash Pogo is, and is another one that with more information on actual Pogo itself as well. Brilliant. And look, um, guys, everything's going to be up there in the show notes, along with this video we're about to shoot now. So there'll be a link in the description. Go and check that out, and uh, and you'll see us going through a price chart. So you're going to get a little bit more tangible stuff to sink your teeth into as well. So look, Judy, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you on and tying up the the full piece of the puzzle with uh, Goran and and his trading today. I mean, how how's it been going for the last couple of weeks? Because it was probably two, maybe three weeks since I last uh, last saw him. Um, if going really well, uh, particularly for Bugsy. Bugsy um, in March was absolutely wicked. Um, and that's the beauty is that uh, when when Pogo is quieter, Bugsy thrives and vice versa. That's how they um, complement each other. So um, certainly March was a fab, fab month um, for for uh, for urine and for, for myself as well. So, yeah. Brilliant. Great to hear. Well, look, guys, uh, if you do want to check out the show notes there uh, up on tradingnut.com, just search for Judy or Goran in the search box and you'll get the the links there, the video um, and everything else there. So until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, folks, so there we have it. The nine-month update from Goran done and dusted. Uh, no, not just yet. I mean, head over to the YouTube channel and you'll see the little video that I did with Judy where she actually walks through exactly, 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 exactly what we talked about here on the show. You'll see it in action. You'll see the system in action and you'll see how simple it actually is. Uh, now, what else have we got? Yeah, we've got the webinar as well that we're running with Judy. 
uh, in the next couple of weeks. So depending on when you're listening to this, this could be sometime in the future. Just check out the link I'm going to give you anyway. It'll be in the show description. So if you're on your phone, you can just click that there. Now, the link is tradingnut.com forward slash pogo, P-O-G-O. Or we'll put it up on the show notes here in this show, episode 32, and you'll actually see the uh, the link there. And, and whatever we've decided to do in the future, who knows what's that, what that's going to be. But guys, a couple of things. Check out the video. Check out the webinar. Um, get on this. And I'll see some of you on there, no doubt, in the next couple of weeks when we do this live. Until then, have a great trading week, and I'll catch you in the markets.